Welcome to the Crafting Creatives Podcast, where imagination and reality collide. Here is your host, Jason Wright. Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks so much for joining us today. I'm super excited about the guest that we have on this episode. Uh, His name is Corey Brooks. And Corey, why don't you uh, introduce us to yourself? Yeah. Hey, um, my name, again, like uh, like you were saying, is Corey Brooks. I am the uh, president of the Brooks Business Group out of uh, Portland, Oregon. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on this episode of Crafting Creatives. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity. So for those who don't know, uh, Corey has a wide-ranging background. And um, Corey, why don't why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience uh, post high school? I mean, you, you got into military, right? I did. Yeah, I went into um, the military right after high school. Um, in fact, I actually signed up, I want to say it was December of 1998, uh, obviously with my mom's permission. Um, and that was pretty tough to get. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I went into the Marine Corps. And did some some time there. I also, you know, it was really interesting because uh, I will kind of just touch on this. When it comes to high school, one of the things that uh, that I was actually told my senior year was uh, the odds of me graduating were going to be slim to none because I needed to get about two years of school done within my senior year or 12 credits out of 24. So that was interesting as well. Interesting. So uh, I, I would imagine that your experience in the military created sort of a, uh, I don't know, a foundation for who you became after then, right? I mean, I would assume the discipline and things that you learn there stick with you throughout the rest of your life. Absolutely. It's, um, you know, the military Marine Corps specifically, it, it's all about instilling, you know, responsibility, dedication, um, to yourself and to whoever it is that, that you're working for or under, um, it uh, really helped me out a lot, and and I can't you know say enough about that. You know, I I for the audience who's listening, uh, Corey and I have had a working relationship for a number of years, so I've had the opportunity to get to know Corey a little bit uh, more than than obviously most people who are listening right now. And uh, the the one thing that I I know about Corey is that he's a really stand up guy. Uh, really great to talk to and just a remarkable uh, business person and, and salesperson. And I want to elaborate on that a little bit uh, because I've, I've known Corey to be one of the top sales associates I've ever known. And um, that's not, that's not an uh, easy thing to, to achieve. Uh, a question for you is, is the energy that you have to help businesses to, uh, you know, improve sales, to grow sales. Where does that energy come from? No, that's, that's an awesome question. It's energy comes from, I really truly believe, uh, passion, right? You, you can't, it's not just passion, passion, believing in yourself, believing in, in what it is that you're selling, knowing that, uh, it's going to, uh, it's going to do something good for whoever is making that purchase. Um, that's really where I feel the deep down energy is in, yeah, it, it's hard to say, you know, I, I just strongly believe that being passionate about what you do, um, it has, has a huge impact in regards to uh, where you're going to go. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, I think 
one of the things that I I find difficult to maintain, and I'm sure a lot of creatives find difficult to maintain, is energy level. You know, keeping that energy up, keeping the uh, positivity in place, and and pushing away the negative stuff to keep you focused on the things that really really make you happy. Uh, it's it's incredibly challenging to maintain a you know that that constant state of self awareness and and um, ability to keep driving forward. And I think that's, that's, you know, something that, that you have, um, that is, is infectious or contagious. Um, and I, I think, I think bringing that energy to businesses and to individuals even is really where I see the future going in terms of, of growing people's skill sets of growing, uh, businesses that a lot of it has to do with energy. I, I couldn't agree with, with you more, it, you know, energy, Energy and optimism, right? It, it's having that positive mindset all the time. And, you know, when somebody tells you that you can't do something, being willing to say, you know what, fuck you, yes, I can. And going out and doing it. Um, yeah. It's optimism and, you know, being the person that some would say, have said in the past, you know, it's, a, it's against the odds. It's not going to happen. Well, that's one of those things. I love playing the odds. And I always feel like the odds are in my favor, especially when I'm in control. And I think another important piece of of maintaining energy is ensuring that you're doing something uh, that you're really passionate about. Um, what do you What do you think about that? I mean, do you think their passion ties uh, directly into energy and motivation? Absolutely. I, I think if if you're not passionate about something, how in the world do you expect to be upbeat and and optimistic about it? Um, I feel like, you know, a lot of people will try to go into business or try to do something that they're not so passionate about, and they're just setting themselves up for freaking disaster. Um, it it never, never fails that uh, passion plays a key role in whatever you're doing. And I think, you know, you and I a while ago had a conversation even just about that in general, that find what it is that you are passionate about and run with it. Um, regardless of what anybody says, you know, you're in control of your own destiny. That passion is going to be the key motivator and energy driver that puts you in the places that you need to be for success. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It makes it really challenging to be excited about something when you're just not passionate about it at all. Uh, especially for those in the startup mindset, uh, those who are are maybe creatives who are trying to start a business, even other people. I mean, if you're trying to start something or build something that you're not passionate about, that you can't do 12 hours a day for six days a week uh, for you know three years, then you're probably working on the wrong thing. You're you're you you need to change your focus and attention to uh, another place because you're just never going to be able to see it through because you're just not passionate enough about it. Yeah, or you're freaking lazy. I mean, you see that too, right? It's oh, I love this, I love this, I love this. Well, what have you done? Well, nothing. Well, get up off your ass and go do something about it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, how many times do you hear that crap? Well, I haven't really done anything. Why the hell not? Yeah, you you hear so many people talk about um, all the things that they you know have wanted to accomplish, and uh, talk about how well just I don't know I, you know I, I wanted to do it and I I thought about it and uh, I just don't really know like you don't know 
where you're going to be. You don't know how you're going to fit into anything if you never do anything. And if you're just sitting on your ass uh, wishing about, you know, this career change or wishing about something else that's just going to somehow magically happen for you, it just doesn't happen that way. It takes hard work, time, energy, effort, patience, and all those things to really make you successful. Agreed. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. All right. Now, I, I know that we're we're jumping around all over the place and talking about a bunch of different things, and, and uh, that's probably a, a byproduct of me having too much caffeine this morning. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to I wanna bring it back to your story. I touched on it a little bit, uh, you know, when, when we were talking about high school and uh, joining the Marines. What, what happened after the Marines? <laughs> oh, man. Um, tons of crap. No, I <laughs> got out of the Marine Corps, you know, and well, one of the things was when I went in, I really felt like I was going to make a career out of it and then got about four years into it and said, hell no. Um, and got out and, you know, wanted to go into uh, the quote unquote business world and really go down that road. Uh, and for, oh my gosh, about, I don't know, five to seven years, really, really had some struggles. Um some major things, you know, happened, uh, was gosh, in and out of, you know, obviously relationships, which has an impact on what you're doing. Um, and really just ultimately the journey just kind of didn't work out so well for that seven years. Um, but it, it was one of those things where, I had, you know, I had to get through, um, in order to really get where I am today. And so the nice thing is, is that I look back right at my past and, and say, man, that, that period of time, that was a, a horrible period of time or, you know, ups and downs, but would I change it? Right. So I ask myself that would I change what went on? Would I change the journey that I was, um, I guess going mm-hmm. through, and the answer is no. Um, I I went through all of that to get where I am today, uh, and if I hadn't gone through that and something had changed uh, during that period of time, I wouldn't be where I am. And so I'm very grateful for the period of time that that I went through, in the the ups and the downs, and you know, making lots of money, making no money. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's brought me where I am today, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it. Interesting. Now, now, from a, a career standpoint, I mean, you you've spent some time in the marketing sector, right? I have. Yeah, that's uh, that's really that's kind of the the marketing sector is really where my passion is, uh, marketing and you know personal growth and development. But uh, yeah, on the marketing side of things. Gotcha. Um, and you don't have to disclose places that you've worked. I'm just curious, how much time in you know in the last? I mean, in the last decade, have you spent in in the marketing world, in the marketing and sales world? I would say it's been, gosh, eight years now. About eight years I've been in um, marketing to some mm-hmm. some degree. Okay. What have you What have you learned? I mean, what are some some of the big takeaways of that experience? Because I think. I think there's a lot of people who get into specific industries and uh, they they fantasize about 
you know, what, what this sort of new reality is. They think about a career change and how amazing that's going to be for X, Y, Z reasons. Obviously there's some things that you're, you're born with that you're uh, really great at and some things that you just sort of fit naturally into in terms of your experience over the last eight years, what are some of the big takeaways that, that um, you've, you've, brought away from that to other other places whether that be culture or um style of management or um other things yeah you know let's uh, i love that question because i really feel like in today's day and age you know um culture is a huge thing in an organization and someone's or one's style of management and leadership uh, is has a new, huge impact uh, on an organization as well, and and management has a huge impact on the culture, you know, because we're always looking to that individual for a leadership guidance, um, bringing or holding the team together uh, as we move forward. Um, but some of the the key things that I think that I've learned is that um, you have to dig, you have to dig deep. I mean, you have to understand that not everything is going to go the way that you want it to go. Um, and as you're moving forward, being willing to take on resistance and challenges and get through that or those times when it comes to whatever organization it is that you're working for, but learning that through management leadership styles, it's really about emotion right? Leadership and leaders or management, whatever it is, if they're not managing or leading somebody correctly, they're going to lose them. Uh, And this person could really have a lot of potential. They may have what it takes, Mm -hmm. but because of management, see ya. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's about taking the time to understand your employees, your team members, Understand what makes them tick because I hate to be the one to break it to people, but it's not always about money. Um, You know, as you get older, and this is something that I've learned is, you know, money used to be my huge driver, Uh, you know, and I've made over a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars in a year before um, close to 200 and it, it doesn't make you any happier. That's the thing that I think there's this false sense of reality that is the more money I make, you know, the happier I'm going to be. And so I'm going to tell everybody I want to make a lot of money and then they're going to hold that carrot in front of my face and I'm going to chase it. And guess what? You're going to keep chasing it Mm -hmm. because it's never going to bring you the happiness that you're looking for. Um, And I think that people begin to learn that as they get older um, and they begin to find their happiness and joy and other things. And so as a leader, you want to know what that team member's happiness and joy comes from. And you want to manage to that because that's what's going to keep them going at the end of the day. Yeah, it makes makes a lot of sense. I mean, you often hear, I forget the exact wording of the quote, but people don't leave jobs, they leave bosses. Yes. And I think there's a, a few things that are really getting thrown around in uh, business these days, especially in the marketing agency side, creative agency side, which is uh, this idea of empathy and uh, this idea of strong cultural culture and and strong values the the challenge with those sorts of things they're always defined specifically 
in a way that most makes sense for uh, the the top leadership. So empathy can uh, have many different meanings or, um, you know, transparency. Everyone's talking about transparency mm-hmm. right now as a, as a value, but transparency is more of a blanket statement. However, people are defining transparency as, well, we have open communication with team members and clients, but that's not real transparency. So I just find it interesting in terms of, you know, values and, and business and where things are going. And I think you're 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 spot on when you talk about how money isn't everything and the more money you make, actually the less money you have tends mm-hmm. to be the case. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, because you're investing in, in uh, so many other things that you don't necessarily mm-hmm. need, but you can, right. so you do. Um, and that, that creates an interesting cycle. But um, I have a I have a note here that says uh, 2018 is the uh, a year of self-reflection. What does that What does that mean? Maybe you could talk about that. A little yeah, bit. no, um, absolutely. Uh, what I mean by self-reflection is, so you, I mean you, you know me pretty well, and and so I've grown up, uh, you know, in the church and and being a believer in God, and and you know, really just trying to focus on what matters, um, in my life and in my family's life. So as a year of reflection, uh, it was, a, and I apologize if I get a little upset about this, but not upset, mad, but, um, is on, I, you know, my wife and I we go to church and stuff. And on January 18th at 4 30 PM, I was able to, uh, have a conversation with the pastor of our church. And, um, he was asking me some questions and really, uh, dig deep and and really have a heart to heart conversation. And he asked me a question that I had to answer, you know, honestly to. And he said, you know, when when was last time you know that you feel like you really accepted God and you you know you really felt like you were on the right path? And I had to look at him honestly and say, oh my gosh, I don't know, I I don't know. Um, and so it was at mm. that day and at that time that you know he said, you know, you can think about this if you want to. And I was like no, man, I'm ready. You know, this is something, a part of my life that, uh, that I've been unfortunately flying blind, (laughs) um, thinking that I was on the, you know, potentially the right track or, or not. And so, and so, uh, we did that and, you know, and I asked the Lord back, uh, back into my life and to just really be the, the ultimate motivation and the ultimate leader uh, throughout whatever it is or whatever path I'm on. Um, and so I left that meeting and, and I felt different and I began to, I did a 180 and I began to look at all the moments that I have, uh, that my life has gone through up until that particular moment. And I self-reflected on, what had happened, and then what was the outcome. And I began to look at each one of those individually. And then it was like I was like somebody hit me over the head. And I said, (laughs) (laughs) that's why that happened. Because what happened there caused me to feel this way. And because I felt that way, I did this. Yeah. Whatever this is. 
And so each one of those transitional periods throughout my life post high school, it, it happened like that. And I was able to like visually see that and understand. And then that's where it hit me. This is what I want to do is I want to help others be able to potentially see the same thing that I saw, which will help them find their passion because that's something that changed my life. Um, at that point on, you know, I made, I made the decision that 2018 was the, the year of memories for me and my family because tomorrow's not promised. Sure. And I had spent, you know, the last few years, I feel like working my ass off, spending so much time in with, with work and with politics and on committees that to be transparent, forgot about my own family. That's uh, I, yeah, that's a that's a crazy story, and I, you know, I'm sure I'm sure many of the listeners right now can can connect with it, and it ties so much into some of the other things we already talked about, like passion and and energy, and um, it, there was something in particular that you said that I'm I'm spacing at the moment, but. Um, oh yeah. So the, the idea of like, this is the year of memories. I think, I think we take for granted so often about, um, not just time, but also the little moments. You know, sometimes we get so busy and so involved with what we're doing that we are unable to acknowledge the small things that happen every day. Like, um, like my, uh, uh, partner making toast for me in the morning mm-hmm. and like not, not just expecting that, but that's part of, of like, for me, those are, those are like some micro moments that uh, stick out. So I, you know, I think it, it sounds like you've been on an amazing journey so far um, and 2018 being the year of, of self-reflection. But what does that mean for you beyond 2018, what are your plans for the future? Yeah, no, I, um, well, currently right now I'm a student. Uh, I went back to school about two years ago and, and I graduate next year. Um, but I'm finishing up at, uh, George Fox for my, uh, to get my behavioral sciences uh, degree. And then really trying to determine whether or not I, uh, want to go and follow up with my master's in psychology, go to seminary. I'm not really 100% sure yet, um, but I figured, you know what, when the time comes, I will uh, continue to pray about it and just uh, follow whichever door opens um, and not be afraid to to take steps forward um, and take risks. Uh, I'm looking at attending uh, the Maxwell uh, leadership courses out in Florida. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, I feel like could be really beneficial, uh, for my, for my career. Yeah. Um, and just being a part of, of that. So, you know, there's those three major things, um, that are currently on the table right now, which direction I go, I, I couldn't tell you. Um, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's a little overwhelming to think about at this point, but it, you know, one of them will definitely happen. And, and I think, you know, going forward in 2019, 
it's going to be uh, or 2018 into 2019 and, and then forward will be um, really the season for me of not, <clears throat> excuse me, not asking for permission. Um, I heard, uh, I'm, well, some of the listeners uh, maybe, I know you're familiar with them. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk uh, made a, it was just like a two minute little clip. And mm-hmm. I, I watched that and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. How in the world have I not seen this? Because that that was it. He just he flat out just said it. You know, basically, a lot of people watch and listen to um, what he does, and they're doing it for some sort of reassurance. But we're doing that in our everyday lives, right? We're asking other people to basically reassure us as individuals that it's okay to do something. Yeah, go go do yeah. that. Screw that. Go do it. Stop asking for permission. If you hate your job and yeah. you want to quit and find something else, do it. Right? Yeah. It, that's what it boils down to. Um, it, and this whole, you know, feel sorry for myself, um, excuse after excuse, it, it's tiring. And I feel like the more people that would just get up off their butts, go and do something, stop asking for freaking permission, and you'll be successful in whatever that is. And maybe that's not making yeah. you know a hundred million dollars or a million dollars in a year. Maybe that's making $50,000, but to you that's success. Then, then you're successful. You know, so many people get hung up over the idea of like making their parents proud or making someone else proud of them. And, and uh, oftentimes what that means is they are striving towards a, you know, career or, or going down a certain path, whatever it is, uh, mostly to please their parents and and get that feeling from them mm-hmm. when when you really need to understand that self awareness is so important and and removing those expectations is uh, even more important because uh, your parents aren't living your life for you you're living your own life and you have to live with the the choices that you you make and uh, while you're on this planet you need to make the right choices and you need to make the choices that are going to make you the happiest. And um, sometimes that means getting to a high spot in your career and then falling flat. So you can start over for the next five, you know, and build up a new direction. Sometimes that's what it takes, but to stay on a path that you're Mm -hmm. totally miserable uh, about life and what you're doing is, is uh, just asinine to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I just, I, you know, you see that all the time and it, it's like holiday weekend comes or I'm just using that as an example. Cause we just got through one, but a holiday weekend will come along and you know, it's on, on that Friday or whatever. Those people are thinking, Oh man, I'm so glad it's the weekend. I don't have to do anything or anything like that. And then, you know, Sunday or Monday comes around and they got to go, man, I hate my job. What man, shut up. Shut the hell up. If you hate your job so much, then go in on that day and quit. Right. Go find something new because you're miserable and you're making everyone miserable around you. And yeah. I've noticed, too, the, the ones that, that complain all the freaking time are complaining to other complainers. Yep. So guess what? They got something in common. <laughs> Stop complaining. That I, it just It's driving me crazy. Stop complaining and go freaking do something about it. 
Yeah, most people who complain are complaining and doing nothing about it just because they're lazy. And they just, they're just lazy. And that's just what it comes down to. If you really want to make big changes in your life, then you have to take uh, uh, big steps and, and you know, work towards something instead of complaining about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. It's, it, it, it's so unhealthy, too, just from uh, the, the mental and physical aspects of what negativity can do to your body and, and stress and some of those things. It's just not productive. Yeah. Yep. And, and I'll, I'll throw a little caveat out there because, you know, obviously we're, we're doing this uh, podcast here. If, if anybody's out there and, and, you know, the fact that uh, one of us is saying that if you're not doing anything about it, you're just lazy. Well, guess what? If you're getting angry, that's you. If it's offending you, it's you. Because that's reality. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Um, so on, on this notion of the future, uh, what, what's really – I mean we've touched on this I think a little bit and I think I know how you're going to answer this. But what really drives you and, and uh, inspires you to keep, keep moving forward and, and not getting stuck in that, that rut and not being that complainer? So you know, what, what keeps you moving forward on the path that you want to be on? Yeah, at the end of the day, it's my family. You know, it's, uh, I mean, deep down, obviously there's the things that I'm passionate about, but I would say number one that I, I'm passionate about is, is, you know, again, God, my family, uh, and then my career. Uh, I used to be uh, passionate about politics and then, uh, realized that's, that's not me. You know, that's, that's not where I'm at. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely my family, man. And that's what, what keeps me going. Um, that's what gets me out of bed in the morning. That's what, uh, puts me on the road. Um, you know, it's what gets me to travel, you know, hundreds of miles to, to do what it is that I'm doing. And that's it, man. That's that there wouldn't be any of this without them. Um, so, so that's my motivation. That's my, that's my drive. Very cool. What would you say to people, um, who maybe are just starting their careers in a marketing agency environment or um, some some sort of business environment, what would you say to them uh, right now that that you feel would be the, the, the key thing to help keep them motivated and um, excited about what they're doing and excited about what the future holds? Well, I'll say this. If, if they're not motivated um... – if they're not motivated, then they haven't found their passion yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's what I would tell them is that find your passion, right? It's, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Uh, look at, look into yourself and, and figure out what that is. And, you know, you may think what it, what you found is it, and you may go down that road and, and figure out that it's not, and that's okay. Right. I think that's where we get caught up. It's like, man, I failed. That's it. No, you didn't. You just got rid of one thing and push it out of your way, right? That, that you weren't passionate about. So you're making forward progress. Um, and I think so one of the number one things is continue to be optimistic. Um, you know, it's easy to fail or uh, to fall into that failure mindset. I'm a failure. But it's that much harder to continue to be, you know, positive about what it is that you failed at and understand that it's not a failure. It, it's getting you one step closer to what it is that you're really passionate about. 
Um, so I would say that, uh, I would say, uh, educate yourself, right. Understand what sure. it is that you're, that you're doing, right. Whatever, if you're selling a product, do you know everything about that product? Um, if you're selling a service, Hey, what service is it? And, um, sure. you know, what have you done to, to educate others about your service? Um, and then I would say, you know, once you figure that out, it would be all about getting it in front of the right people, right? So that's where the marketing part's going to come into, into play. And the number one thing that I can say, right, we could say go to Google, go to, you know, social media, go to go do this, go do this, go do banner ads, whatever it may be. Stop, understand your product or service, understand where your market is, and create attention to yourself. The, the number one asset that a business owner uh, or individual can have is attention. Because if you have attention, you can put something in front of somebody and they're willing to listen. So create the attention. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And I, I think, I think that's the future. Not that it hasn't been uh, the present already, but I really think that's the future in terms of uh, capturing attention and, just frankly, being a good person uh, is is going to be a, a a critical aspect in in company growth. Uh, absolutely, and and one of the things that I really feel like you know that I hear too. Well, what if what if um, they don't like me? Well, who who cares? Who cares? Right. They, they don't like you. It, it doesn't matter. Then they're not your client, your customer, your patient. That, that's not who you're going after. It doesn't matter, yeah. but I think we get caught up in that and, and it's easy to do. I mean, sometimes I see myself, you know, well, they don't like me, um, but you, you, you <laughs> business wouldn't be business if there wasn't resistance and people didn't like you. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we've, we've run through most of the questions I had for you. Um, is there anything else that you would like to uh, say to the audience that's listening or um, do you have any questions for me? Uh, yeah. You know, uh, I just want to live. Yeah. If you want to shoot me emails, whatever it's Corey at Brooks business um, Follow me on Twitter at real Corey Brooks, uh, LinkedIn. You know, I, I'm always looking to connect uh, with other professionals at whichever level, right. From beginning to, to top executive CEOs, whatever. Um, I'm always here to do what I can to answer questions. And then also, you know, I wanted to just, if I may uh, plug a little something, I'm actually uh, in the process, or I should say production of a two, a two book series that uh, I'm, I'm currently writing. Uh, first book is uh, Permission. Uh, you need it from no one, so stop asking. Um, so hoping to uh, release that by the end of this summer. And then the next one in that series is going to be resistance, right? Awesome. Um, it uh, let nothing prevent you because I really just feel like, you know, that's, those are the two biggest things that, that people come up against is they're questioning themselves and their own abilities and trying to get that reassurance from somebody else. And then once they get that, whatever it is, um, they're so afraid of resistance and anything that falls in front of them, uh, that creates some sort of pushback, they stop. And so um, these books are just going to mm-hmm. be about that um, and about how to, to push through that kind of stuff. And yeah, so 
look for those. Um, yeah, no, that's that's really all I got. I, I really just appreciate your time, Jason. Very cool. And and uh, I appreciate having you on the show. I'm really, like I said, excited to have you on. And, and make sure I have this right. Uh, the first book is called Permission? Correct. And that will be out uh, sometime later this summer. I would say September, October timeframe. We're trying to trying to get that uh, perfect. Get that out on the marketplace. Great. And the second book is called Resistance. Right. Correct. That. Yep. Awesome. I love it. And uh, just to repeat it, your email address is Corey C O R E Y at BrooksBusinessGroup.com. And if you want to follow Corey on Twitter, it's uh, real Corey Brooks. So at sign real R E A L Corey Brooks, uh, on Twitter. All right. That's it. Hey, thanks so much for being on the show again. It's a great pleasure having you. you. And, um, I'm sure I'll be seeing you soon to catch a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, man. <laughs> All okay. right. Thanks my friend. CC listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you'd like to get more from this podcast, check out craftingcreatives.com and the exclusive Facebook group. Also subscribe on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, whatever channel makes the most sense for you.